The Pursuit of Happiness is a wonderful movie, but it's also a movie that shows us that the pursuit of happiness is not an easy road. So that got me to thinking, are we using the wrong definition of happiness? Well, that's the topic for today. My name is Brad, and welcome to The Daily Bread. So let's talk about happiness for today. You know, the moment we get what we want, Here's what happens. We also get anxious about losing what we just got, right? I think sometimes it's like it's a package deal. So does that mean wanting to be happy is an inherently flawed goal? I think it depends on how you look at it, right? By the way, just so that we're clear, for me, happiness is not a value that we should pursue. Happiness is always an end result. It is a goal, but it should never ever be a value. I value happiness. No, happiness is an end result. Happiness is a goal, right? So if our happiness is rooted in what Jesus and actually Buddha called worldly concerns or worldly effects like seeking sense pleasures, avoiding unpleasant sensations, uh, worldly goods, attachment to wealth, attachment to praise, aversion to loss and blame, all of those things, we will gain temporary happiness, but it will always be accompanied by fear and restlessness and concern. Why? <clears throat> because now that we have it, we don't want to lose it. Even if our happiness comes from achieving temporary peace of mind, right? We are still at a risk of losing it. So I think perhaps we should consider a different definition of happiness. Something that is less dependent on unstable, fleeting, fragile, or unpredictable circumstances. And perhaps more closely related to what my friend who uh, writes the Buddhist boot camp newsletter calls equanimity. Now equanimity is not associated with the absence of challenges, but it is the ability to remain calm and serene despite adversity. So how my friend Timber Hawkeye, who is who created the Buddhist uh, boot camp that uh, talks about equanimity is that he says that equanimity is synonymous with composure. And I love what he does with this. He says it's the state of being balanced or collected or in control of yourself. So whenever I lose my cool, we all lose our cool, right? It all happens. <laughs> yeah. When we lose our cool, what immediately should happen is to check to see if we accidentally stepped into one of those worldly concerns like attachment or aversion, right? And he says that almost without fail, basically almost every time, it turns out that that's what happens 
to us. And so what we need to do is we need to scrape it off and acknowledge where we veered off of our intended path of equanimity and regain our composure. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't care about what goes on in the world, right? Equanimity is not insensitivity or apathy. It just means our efforts to make the world a better place remain undisturbed by those complications and disappointments and setbacks. I want you to think of it like this, like it's working diligently to pay off debt while monthly bills and unexpected expenses continuously slow us down, right? Equanimity, by his definition, means that we make peace with the fact that the debt will always be there but we continue to make those payments without losing sight of the progress we already made. Now, when I dealt with my mental illness, this is exactly what it was about, right? The anxiety will always be there. I just need to continue to chip away at it and get better and better each and every day. And even though it looks like I have some setbacks on this day or, or uh, I failed on this day or it got me on this day, I still need to not lose sight of the progress that I had made along the way, right? And I didn't need to feel agitated or depressed, right? And if we practice this equanimity, little by little, we get closer to a state in which nothing arises, both internally or externally, that would make us agitated. Equanimity is sustainable. It's dependent solely on our mind's ability to return to the middle path where nothing can disturb it. Now that sounds like a more happier life, doesn't it? We are given one life to live. Would we spend it pursuing happiness the way that we always have? Or would we rather aim for equanimity that is a much more stable and a much more better path for us? Look, the amount of the work of, is the same, but the experience is something completely different. My special thanks to my friend Timber Hawkeye who wrote the Buddhist boot camp for bringing my attention to this term of equanimity in the pursuit of happiness. I hope it has helped you today and I hope it will continue to help you as well. I know it's a lot to unpack so I would encourage you to go back and to re-watch or re-listen to this episode so that you can begin to better understand it because I didn't even understand it myself at first. Alright? Well, remember, my friends, the Daily Bread is also an audio podcast, okay? You can take these short messages with you wherever you go. Just search for it in either the Apple Store or the Spotify Store. Download it, subscribe to it, so that whenever a new episode comes out, you're the first to know. And while you're there, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review, I'd greatly appreciate it. Alright, that's all for today. 
Take care, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow.